Mike's Daily Podcast. Yes, and welcome once again to Mike's Daily Podcast Internet Something Something, where we bring you interesting stories, interesting tales of the gold monkey, interesting looks at life's great expanse. It's episode 1650. Mike's Daily Podcast. Four. 1654 is what we have here in Podcastro Valley, the last place on earth. Mike's Daily Podcast. And Cafe Anyway. Anyway. It's Mike Matthews. Hey, I have some people stopping by. Madabudabaga, Valentino, and Bison Bentley gonna make you cry. They're gonna make you dance and sing and make you throw your hands in the air and go, I love Spotify. I don't really care. Hey, I finally found out what the results were from that election. Mike's Daily Podcast. When was that? Like 12 years ago, that election we had recently? And there was, uh... Mike's results. Daily. And since it was a primary, Podcast. people were kind of, eh. Yeah. The big news was that Gavin Newsom ended up not, he's not going to be running against a Democrat. Oh, look at this. I got a call. Let me see what the call is. Oh. Oh, we'll have to tell you all about this in a moment. Hold on. Hello? Fake pictures of people with their yachts and stupid kind of, uh, I don't know. You're lagging a little bit today. Okay. Quarter after? Motivational speeches on Facebook and... 6.15? Okay. I'll keep an eye on the everything that's going on. Instagram. These things are so annoying. Hey, guys. I just want to talk about goal planning today. I write down my goals every everything's day. Everything's trimmed and everything's in its proper place. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Ginormous. Drive safe. Bye. Hey, so that ruined the beginning of my podcast. That's a guy I work with, and he is late. <laughs> so what? What? Oh, that's so scary. Uh, let's see what he's going on with. I think what's interesting is he tells me that he's uh, late, but I've been late before, so it's no big deal. Hey, have you been late before? And here's today's podcast picture. Some people are perpetually late. Some people are perpetually early. I don't know how they do that. How do they do the perpetually early thing? That's crazy. How is that possible? You just, uh, you, it's almost as if you've planned everything out ahead of time. How do you do that? That just, well, I write things down, Mike. I use the cell phone technology and I put a calendar in my phone and I, Look at it. No. No, that's physically impossible. You can't be. Oh. Hey, I've got this cute friend that uh, my lovely lady friend, the lovely DT, and we were in Monterey. So the podcast picture today is going to be of a bunch of seals that are lying on the beach. In uh, Monterey, near the Monterey Aquarium, there's this little beach. And they all like to lay out there in the sun this time of year. So I'll post that picture at mikesdailypodcast.com. Because Seals is awesome. And Kiss on the Rose on the Grave. Whatever that song was. Or We're Never Gonna Survive Unless 
Get a little crazy. So Gavin Newsom up against the Dark Overlord Republican. I don't know who, who it is. John Cox or something. So that's good. That'll be an interesting thing happening in November that no one's going to vote for. Worst turnout like ever for the election. Just, uh, let's see, just a quarter of Alameda's over 850,000 registered voters turned out. Just a quarter. Yours truly did. So bad. Um, and so, so bad. I'm doing the Trump thing. So bad. So good. It's not good. I signed the executive order. It's in Congress's court now. Even though it says that I've changed everything. Okay, so now we have families not separated when they're the whole legal crap they got to do. So that means kids will be incarcerated with their parents is what I'm hearing. Is this it? So the families will be incarcerated all together. They're not going to be separated. Oh, that's great. That's great. There's still a zero tolerance for any people crossing the border. So that means that they're, they're incarcerated. Zero. Nobody gets by. So we're going to have a huge amount, huge amount of people being incarcerated. Huge. And then they're, but their families will be together. That's the important thing. So today, it is in Congress's court. The Senate, House of Representatives is going to be working on it. We'll see what happens. That's all I'm going to say about this immigration thing. I know you're sick and tired as I am of hearing about it right now. It's all over the news. It's not, it's a big thing. It's not going away. It's, it's not going to be fixed like that. I'm, making, I'm going to snap my fingers. Watch. It's not going to be snapped like that and fixed with a snap. So we'll see what uh, we, you know, hope they come up with some good legislation and we'll see what happens. But I kept this note. Oh, I wanted to sing for you a little song. I'm going down to Alphabet Street. Did you ever hear that song by Prince? It was uh, kind of a Kristen Nielsen. Great job, says Trump to Christian Chris, Kirsten Nielsen It's a name that I've never seen spelt like that before K-I-R-S-T Jen Kirsten Nielsen She is the 6th United States Secretary of Homeland Security The 6th one She is 46 She is from the University of Virginia And Georgetown University Are her school's and she is a former principal deputy White House chief of staff to Donald Trump. She was a chief of staff to John F. Kelly during his term as Secretary of Homeland Security. I heard on NPR that she was also given blame for the whole Katrina thing that happened. What was that, 10 years ago? So she has been in Washington and I guess when the swamp got drained, she didn't go with it. So there she is. And she was defending the whole... Hey, and Oh, she was right there as, he, as Trump signed the executive order in her super royal blue empowered suit. And she got so offended. Oh, I don't have that audio clip. But she said something to the effect that I am offended about you insinuating that I don't care about families well, being afternoon. separated. Uh, there she is. And provide detainees with written documents. 
rethinking this based on feedback or is this? Those are criminals. Those are abusers. So thank you. All I'm trying to say is the closing that loophole will enable us to detain families together throughout the proceeding as they've done in previous administrations. Wonderful. Glorious. Uh, Hey, do you have any idea who these people are that are going to be running for lieutenant governor? Alini Kulonalakis and Ed Hernandez. I guess we're the final two. Or is it Eleni? I don't understand our election system here in California. It's crazy. I'm assuming that the two that you see at the top that, that have finished in the primary, those are the ones that go on to the big election in November. So that's so we got two Democrats for lieutenant governor. Two, we got oh we got a Democrat and a Republican for secretary of state. Alex Padilla. Is the Democrat Mark Muser Is the Republican For Attorney General What's the difference between Secretary of State and Attorney General Why don't they just make it one person The Attorney Secretary of One protects the state The other incarcerates people Xavier Becerra Is the Democrat And Stephen Bailey is the Republican Okay and then the rest here is public instruction, state senate district 10, snore, 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 falling asleep. Measure A, it was to take taxes out. I think taxes were involved, probably, for child care, to make better child care. And 65.3% said yes. However, to win, it needed 66.6% of the vote. It did not get that. So, buzzer. It looks like it failed at this point. That's all I can... That's what I... The elections. Anyway, a cafe anyway. That is a little bit of what's going on today. Today, cafe anyway. It was World Refugee Day yesterday. That's why Bing did the whole thing with the refugees on the front. I couldn't figure And today It's showing yoga practitioners At Red Rocks Amphitheater in Colorado And they're all Looks like mostly women In their tank tops Because I bet it's a freaking hot day And it is so colorful All these practitioners They're sitting on the On the Floors There Of the You know it's like a Bench Ground, bench, ground, bench, ground As you go down the, the amphitheater That's where you two Sang the uh, Today Sunday Bloody Sunday They used to show that video all the time on the MTV You got to play your guitar On the MTV And it's very colorful, this picture But that's not the podcast picture today I'll tell you what that is in a moment But first, a fan was injured Oh, I did. I told you, the sea, the sea lions Yes Bring the sea lions back. Okay, a fan was injured by a hot dog shot by the Phillies mascot. Not that this show has anything to do with sports, but I guess now it does. That weird green thing. It shot a hot dog in the air. Uh, it's one of the strangest injuries in recent memory. This according to Yard Barker. That is a great name for a website. Wow, Yard Barker. Never heard of it, but 
In Monday's game against the St. Louis Cardinals, Kathy McVeigh was hit in the face by a hot dog fired by the Philly Fanatic. That's what that greenish thing, furry thing is. In between innings, the mascot shot dogs into the crowd. One was fired in the direction of McVeigh, who explained what happened next. And the next thing, I know he shot it in our direction, and bam, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Instead, though, it was actually just a hot dog. And my glasses flew. I have a small hematoma in my eye. And mostly, it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's going to go down the side of my face. Because of a previous shoulder injury, McVeigh wasn't in a position to block or deflect the flying hot dog. Despite her injury, McVeigh has managed to keep a good sense of humor about it. This is going to be read on all the freaking... St- I just did something that all the brain-dead sports radio stations are going to do and read that story. Damn, but now you know Philly Fanatic. Peter Fonda is apologizing for a vulgar Trump tweet. Peter Fonda. Wow. Uh, he he uh, was attacking Trump over the family separation policy. First Lady Melania Trump's communications director, Stephanie Grisham, confirmed that the Secret Service had been contacted about Fonda's tweet. I tweeted something highly inappropriate and vulgar about the president and his family in response to the devastating images I was seeing on television. Who, by the way, Rush Limbaugh. And a couple other conservative talk show hosts have been saying that was all staged. And that's just the height of lookout. That's when the people are screaming the fake news. You are fake news. Fake news. Fake news. You're in uh, tinfoil hat land Alex Jones world when this starts happening. When you're questioning, with, oh, the Sandy Hook kids and their parents... That never really happened. Those were all actors. Uh, yeah. That's called you've disconnected from reality and you need to be shut down. So that's what Limbaugh was saying was he was saying that, um, that, oh yeah, these things were saying babies in cages and whatnot. That's not really how that's all stage. That's not, that's not real. They're perfectly fine at the border. Everything's hunky dory in those converted Walmarts. In those, actually, they've been saying lately converted box stores because Walmart doesn't want to be attached to it. Walmart was doing so good. Their stock was going up. They're fighting uh, Amazon online with their shopping online thing. And so Walmart was doing a little bit better. I actually, did I, I walked into a Walmart. Oh yeah, for the whole battery, car battery thing. Because my car wouldn't start. It was just a fiasco. Uh, What ended up happening, though, was Fonda said, Like many Americans, I am very impassioned and distraught over the situation with children separated at the border. But I went way too far. It was wrong, and I should not have done it. I immediately regretted it. Sincerely uh, apologize to the family for what I said and hurt my, my words have caused. In all caps, Fonda tweeted that we should rip Baron Trump from his mother's arms and put him in a cage with pedophiles and see if his mother will stand up against the giant ass she is married to. And then he deleted it. So, yeah. That's what happened with that, if you were wondering. Which you may not have been. Um, I... 
Oh, oh, and then the other big story that you may have heard is that four airlines are asking the government to not use them for migrant children transport. American, United, Southwest, and Frontier. They do not want to be used to move children who are separated from their parents. Uh, We bring families together, not apart, said American Airlines in a statement. Um, And American said it had no knowledge that the government had, in fact, been using the airline to transport the children, but would be extremely disappointed to learn that it had. The airline providers travel to the government through contracts. Oh, the airline provides travel to the government through contracts, but the government does not reveal details about the flights or their passengers. United Southwest and Frontier released similar statements. And then uh, the move comes after a Facebook post said to be written by a flight attendant describing terrified weeping migrant children on a flight from Phoenix to Miami. Well, that's as we go outside a cafe anyway, we're bringing you Mike's Daily Podcast somewhere in Podcaster Valley. Sure, look out for the fake news, I say. But it's... Just that some people take it too far. And you gotta bring it down to Alphabet Street. I'm gonna crown the first girl I meet. I'm gonna talk so sexy. She'll want me from my head to my feet. Hey, hanging out with us for this past 17 minutes or so, some people. Hello, Michael Masters, Madame Rudevega, what did that and why did he have the same name as you? Oh, that's a very good question. Look who else is here. Hello, dear Mike. This is Valentino the Bergen. And this is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, it looks up like you opened up a can of worms on Facebook day. Yeah, a can of worms. Do you know that? Yeah, because I mentioned on Facebook recently about uh, Sutton Foster who's on the TV show Younger and somebody wrote and said hey are you watching Younger and I said no (laughs) so that's my can of worms that I opened look out Uh, and I ended up not going to the fair yesterday due to all kinds of things that went on Partly also because I got no sleep because of the teenagers that were rocking and rolling the night before in their backyard with the volleyball and who knows what else. So I will go next Wednesday when they have the $1 free ride, $1 rides. They're not free rides. Come on and take a free ride. Oh, hey, I ran, I ran into a guy I know named Mike at Fairmont Ridge where I like to take the wonderful Basil the Boxer. And he... Was I say, hey, Mike, and he goes, how's your podcast going, and what else, and how's that, and I don't, I, you know, I never know how to answer that question. I don't know how the podcast is going. It's going. It's, do I get a ton of feedback from you, the listener? Well, if you know me, I, I get feedback from you. Like, there's a guy I know who listens to the show, and he'll text me. What did you mean by this? What did you mean by that? But you can do the same thing. You can call or text 336-MM-DAILY. That's 336-MM-DAILY. It reaches me here at Cafe anyway. Um, messaging rates apply, blah, 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 blah. skiddly do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she said that uh, this person posted on my Facebook saying 
Oh, you're gonna go next Wednesday. That's when Morris Day is performing. Morris Day in the time. Yeah, Jungle Love, ooh, oh, ey, oh, ey, oh. And he also had this one called Oak Tree. Oak Tree? <laughs> it's a horrible song. So I can't wait to go to that maybe next day. I'm probably just gonna leave way before the sun goes down and the show starts. Speaking of the sun going down, is today the longest day of the year or is that tomorrow? I know today is the first day of summer, but let's see. Is the longest day of the year, 2018, is today. Very good. It is the summer solstice today. Also known as Midsummer, as in Midsummer Night's Dream. Oh, shall I compare thee to a rose? I don't know. That's not part of that thing. That's a different. Well, it's the same guy, but when a planet's rotation axis or geographical pole on either side, its northern or its southern. A hemisphere is mostly greatly inclined toward the star that it orbits. On the summer solstice, Earth's maximum axial tilt toward the sun is 23.44 degrees. This happens twice a year, summer solstice, winter solstice, once in each hemisphere, when the sun reaches its highest position in the sky, as seen from the north or south pole. Highest position today, longest day of the year. So, yeah. If you've been up as long as I have, you will see the sun go up and down, and it'll be a long, long day. And I am excited about that. So, uh, what you need to know about the longest day of the year? It's easy to forget that five things to know. Uh, I'm, I'm going to click on this clickbait. Five things to know. Okay, I told you about what happens. How many hours of daylight do we get? Depending on where you are, DC gets 14 hours and 54 minutes of daylight. Um, that is five and a half hours more daylight than we see on the winter solstice in December. So you get basically five and a half hours more than you usually do. And it, why is the solstice not the hottest day of the year? Although the northern hemisphere gets its most direct sunlight on the June solstice, the hottest day of the summer does not usually arrive till about July or August. This is because for several more weeks, the amount of solar energy arriving at the ground is greater than the, than the amount leaving the Earth. This seasonal lag is largely driven by the oceans, which take a lot longer than land to warm up and cool down and release heat slowly over time. Okay, there you go. That's what happens today. So enjoy it. Go out there and enjoy some sunshine. If you steal my sunshine. Next show, it'll be the wonderful Shelly Shuhart, Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the Engineer. Have fun. Go down to Alphabet Street. Eat some Alphabet Soup. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this wonderful fiasco of a show. Woohoo! Summer Solstice! Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.